welcome back to Sal's Talk friends. We have a great show for you Matt is here. Johnny asked me to let you know that this episode is especially lively so get your hopes up in advance. Speaking of advance, Johnny said he would get 12 bucks if I read this at the top of the show. Hello attractive and interesting listener. Are your feet cold or constantly getting fucked up by rocks and shit on the ground? Would you like to show that you have the most generic fashion sense in the world? Then why not buy those one black shoes with the curvy white stripe on the side that everyone else already has? That's right this episode is brought to you by Vans. Vans, everyone else did, so why not you? I have truly lowered myself. On with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back yet again. Another fantastic episode of Sauce Talk on the other line. Why, it's Matt Schmidt. Matt, how you doing, buddy? Doing pretty good, Johnny. How about yourself? Oh, no complaints. Uh, into it. Hey, Matt. Eat anything good lately? I have eaten something good lately. Good answer. <laughs> what if I was just like, No. Everything is. You can say no. Like it'd be sad because I mean I guess you're on the podcast more frequently, so like lately is a smaller window. But a lot of times somebody hasn't been on the show in like months, and it's like, damn, nothing in months. Nothing. You You didn't enjoy anything. I I mean sometimes I like really like a glass of water. You could even talk about that. Sometimes it tastes like pure delight. That's wait. We're gonna sidestep. What's your what's your best water you've ever had and worst water? Let's talk about water. Side topic. Ooh. Best water I've ever had? Like a specific moment or like a category? I'll leave it to you. Dealer's choice? Okay. Um, I think best water and weirdly best Burger King. (laughs) It's it's an interesting story. So um, since I am a poor man's David Artman, I also rode crew. But only like for two years in high school. Um, and one day our coach like didn't tell our parents that he was planning on taking us on like a five hour long boat ride. Like oh we rode from Skokie to downtown Chicago. I don't even know how long that is, but it's really long and it took a very long time. And I think we left at like I don't know, shortly at, shortly before noon, so nobody had eaten, and we didn't, somehow we didn't get back until like six o'clock. So I don't, it was just an absurdly long time. Terrible. So like nobody was prepared with food. Nobody was prepared with water. <laughs> and I had, I think my dad was picking me up and he had this like giant water bottle and it was the best thing I had ever tasted. And I was so hungry that we went, we stopped at the nearest food place, which happened to be Burger King. And for some reason, like the Burger King chicken fingers were the most delicious thing I'd ever eaten <laughs> because I was so hungry. It was so good. They've never been that good again, obviously, because they're pretty bad. I think you can argue pretty convincingly that f- good food and drink are bullshit and that like we worry about them too much because so much of it is just your environment. And you know what? You'd never had anything better than those shitty-ass Burger King chicken strips because you'd never needed food more than that. 
So, I mean, so much of it, so much of your experience is tied to that. So maybe you like this fancy chicken dish or maybe you like that painting on the wall. You don't fucking know. You got no idea. Did I just blow your mind? This is some serious (laughs) freshman in college level analysis. But it's also true. That's the real thing about we all like to make fun of that, that sort of bullshit logic. But it's because we don't like it and we want to get away from it because it's not helpful because it's pretty factual. Um, I have a similar memory where uh, one time during law school, I had I was like at the library late, like late after class, and I had to go straight from there to softball, and I had like nothing to eat or drink, and I was thirsty, and nobody had anything around, and I just never got anything, and then I finally left, and I stopped at a gas station on the way home, and I got a diet sun-kissed orange, and I remember Ooh. like driving home with the windows down, drinking this Diet Sunkissed Orange. And I was like, I've never been so content in my entire <laughs> life. And Diet Sunkissed Orange is not very good. But no, in that so moment, bad. I was so thirsty and I, I was hungry. But I didn't even get anything to eat. I just drank this orange soda. And I was like, this is fucking incredible. And like, I've never had like a glass of whiskey I liked as much as that Diet Sunkissed Orange. And I've had some fucking whiskey that's pretty good. And that Diet Sunkissed Orange was some bullshit. Anyway, you were saying you ate something good lately. <laughs> yeah. So um, I was up in Wisconsin, the Northwoods, uh, for the 4th of July for a little bit of an extended vacation. Very nice. Um, and there's actually, weirdly, a fantastic Cajun restaurant up there. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's run by this family uh, that my dad has kind of gotten friendly with. Um, they, back in the day, the, the husband who started the restaurant passed away a while back. Um had like a restaurant very close to where I live now in Logan Square, Cajun place. Uh, for some reason, decided to move it up north to the northern woods of Wisconsin, uh, where now his son, who's also named Matt, is the chef. Um, and it is so good. It's so incredibly good. So I had this blackened catfish with uh, etouffee on top, half creamy, half spicy. Hell yeah. Uh, and it was just, it's delicious. I don't know what's in the blackening. Uh, aside from salt, because you can like feel your blood pressure going up <laughs> as you take bites. <laughs> but it's so good. It was so good. I had it uh, Monday night, my last night up there before I drove down. It was delicious. So if you're ever in Manitowish Waters, Wisconsin, head to the Blue Bayou uh, and tell Rita that Dr. Schmidt's son sent you. Tell Rita that Dr. Schmidt's son sent you is definitely too specific and code for something. I'm not going to say that. There's no way. That's obviously off. If I say that, they're like, oh, he wants the treatment. Then they like put the shot in my neck and I'm passed out instantly. I don't need any of that. Uh, I've turned your podcast into a Cuban radio (laughs) number station. (laughs) I I understand and I disconnect. you, You got your message through. That's all good. Uh, but no, that sounds amazing. I've encountered that before. That thing where it's like you just—it's it, the incongruous restaurant that is just incredibly good. And it's like, well, I know how to make this kind of food, and I want to live in this place. So fuck everything else. I'm just going to do it. And they're good enough at it that you know they're not—you know—they're not doing the business. They might do someplace else. But well, fuck if you're that good at Cajun restaurant, it doesn't matter where you are. You're going to—you're going to do okay. Yeah. Uh, Nice work if you can get it, I guess. Although, how did how did you like the Northwoods otherwise? Did you did you have a pleasant time there? Yeah, it's always a pretty good time. Is that, is that a place you always, go a lot? Yeah, my uh, my it's been in my family since I was like seven or so. So I've been going up there for a long, long time. It's like super relaxing. Go out on the boat. Um, there's not like a ton to do, but 
Well, maybe that's the point. point. Yeah, yeah. Precisely. Well, we were off to a really pleasant start. What do you say we upend that all together? Now, uh, uh, let's see. What's we, we talk about how, uh, like, sharp-eyed viewers and stuff. What's the hearing? I guess, who has the, who has the best hearing? What animal? Uh, a bat? Bat has good hearing? I don't really know. Bat has good... Rabbits? Rabbits have good hearing. Yeah, those big ears. Okay. The big ears. Rabbit-eared listeners. Sounds terrible. May note that uh matt schmidt has been on the podcast pretty recently but as i always state the number one way to get on the show is to either say hey johnny i'd like to be on the show or to say hey johnny you know what you should talk about on the show and then suggest a segment and matt did just that he had an idea for a new recurring segment uh now we, we could come up with a peppier title before we get into the segment we're going to talk about the segment that's how we do things here so mm-hmm. I believe uh, the initial phrasing, this wasn't necessarily meant for something on the show, but the initial thing you called it was group chat hot takes. And the concept is the guest comes on and delivers a, a hot take, and it's something they sincerely believe, but that they know the majority of the group will disagree with. Now, do you think, I have, do you think I've described your segment correctly? Yes, that is that is the intent behind the segment. Okay, I think it's a it's a great idea. Now I don't want to get in. Now I know I'll let everybody start getting excited. Matt has one, but we're not going to get into that yet. Do you think that uh, if we do this regularly, it will make our bonds within the group tighter or looser? I think that we have, as a group, kind of delight in disagreeing with each other in some ways. Um, what movie did Lee think was terrible that everyone else loved? Uh, another Round. He another was like, Round. Another Round is incompetently made and <laughs> right. shoddy. And everybody else was like, at the very least, they knew what they were doing. And like, I, I haven't seen it, so I can't wait. I, I have heard good things about it, obviously, but I, I mean, I, I, I'm not really ready to give my own opinion. But everyone was like, if nothing else, it looked fine. It's not like they dropped the camera, the sound guy, let the boom into the shot. Like that wasn't happening. So that that was a good example. And so it's also, I think it's absolutely true. He said, "Avoid." I, I'll just go right. Go, I'll let you know. I started to say it's also true, and I was like, "If you say it's also true, that's like the tenacious D thing." And then you might say, "That's also true," and then I don't want to go down that road. And then, boy, am I all the way down that road now, walking back by myself. I just listened to that entire album for the first time in like five or six years. It's been a while, but I, I throw that on every now and then, and it's it's just fantastic. I, I still love, love that it shit so much. Still love it. Um, but there's also just something to the idea of, especially if if we do this successfully and we kind of get the opportunity to pass the shame baton around, and everybody gives their take, but then everybody else, like we all rejoice and like, ah, oh, boo that man. But then next week it's somebody else. And so it's not just every week. Well, Johnny's got his new thing that everyone hates. I'm not going to do it that way. Uh, but I, I think, I think it would also, I think it would be fun and we, we could, we could come together with it. So I think you're right. I think this is a, a really good idea. And I think that it's important we set the tone right. So I think we'll, we'll talk more about how the segment should work. I think it's time. Matt, do you have your, uh, Group ch- group chat hot take. I do. I just want to say that in case it doesn't work, 
uh, I can just be like the sacrificial pariah. <laughs> you kick me out of the group chat. And like that oh, was no. terrible. This started a horrible flame war within the group chat, and now we just kind of pretend it never happened. Okay. Um, Good luck. But wait, wait, do you have like backup group chats you could just focus more on if necessary? Much less inconsistent ones. Yeah, okay. Well, good luck to you, buddy. Thank I'd you. like to have you around. I hope you get to stay. <laughs> so my hot take um, is I find I think you should leave terribly unfunny. <sighs> okay. So we're, now I think maybe this will be part of it. I think maybe every time someone... Okay, this is when we talk about the name, we're getting back into the meta conversation. Uh-huh. I love the idea that, okay, there should either be, maybe this is what it is. Maybe this segment goes right after Eat Anything Good Lately every week. And there's like always guaranteed a minimum five minute cooling down period. <laughs> And so, like, the person who comes on, so so, like, so let's say something terrible happens and, like, someone has the worst take imaginable, like, I think you should leave is unfunny. Then if that, hap- like, if that happens, then when that person comes on, I don't respond immediately. And either, like, maybe we just go do another segment. For here today, we'll talk about how the segment should work, and then we're going to return to it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, that – and then the, the listener – I always want to say viewer. The listener – viewers, we know they're not viewers – the listener uh, can have has a similar break if they're similarly affected. Now, I think this is a really good one. I think I think I'm spoiling it. I am going to berate you soon, uh, <laughs> but uh, I think this is a good one because I think the like if you're envisioning your take, you don't necessarily that's how many, there's like I don't know how many there's like what fourteen people in the group or something like that. Yeah. In the group chat. You don't want the 13 to 1 take. No. You want like, but you also don't want like, you, you don't want to say, oh, here's my 8 to 6 take. And it's just, we don't, we don't agree. You want the two or three people on one side and then everybody else. Because I guarantee you, you're not alone. There's somebody else. Now, you've never said anything about this, right? No, I've okay. never said anything about but this. But obviously not everybody replies every time we start talking about I think you should leave. I guarantee you there's one or two more people who've just been gritting their teeth like here we fucking go again. The yeah, the steering wheel, real fucking funny. It goes out the window. That doesn't even make any sense, moron. So there's some there's at least one other person, probably two, right there with you. If not more, maybe that maybe this is the 9 to 5 take, the old Dolly Parton. I don't know. I mean, there are plenty of things that people don't respond to. And I don't know if that's because people don't like them or just because it doesn't really interest them. So I could be alone and there could be, I mean, it could very well be that like you and louder and Paul and I forget who else, like, will be like, this is the worst take ever. You should die in a fire. And the other seven are like, Oh, I don't really care. I have no opinion on the matter whatsoever. Well, it's not the worst take ever because Paul's life coach got on the thing today and said that uh, white Christian <laughs> Americans in 2021 are the least racist people in the history of the world. So at the very See? least, yeah, you're beating that guy. Um, because I, I did consider this a little bit because I thought I think this is not, this is more cooling down period, more stuff we can talk about. I think going. I think this is going to be a recurring segment, and when people have one. 
um, I do think I am allowed, but not required to fight with the person about it. Oh, absolutely. Like assuming I, obviously if I, if I agree with the take, I will not fight with the person. But if, if I disagree, I don't like, it doesn't have to be every time I just yell at the person and say their take is wrong. Like yeah. if you come on and your take is Johnny is a fuck face. Well, first off, I hope that's not a, co- a popular <laughs> take. <laughs> like, oh yeah, it turns out that was uh, 13 to one in favor. And only Johnny thinks that take is bad. Everybody else was like a plus. It's about fucking time. Somebody said finally what we were all thinking. Uh, but, but if you come, if that's your take, I'm going to fucking fight with you. But beyond stuff like that, uh, maybe like we could take the conversation in many different directions, even if I do, uh, regardless of whether I agree or disagree with your take. Um, so, you think that's been long enough that we can? Okay, no, let's let's do one more side thing here. Okay. Do you think this is now? First off, I have said I don't. I I don't. I believe you said you had not listened to the Aaron Lauder episode yet. I did Correct. raise the issue in in that episode that maybe I'm tired of talking about sauces. It could be hmm. that this isn't sauce talk anymore. This is group chat hot takes talk. <laughs> uh, this is what everyone is required. Now that's the problem. Sauce talk is 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 really light on the guests. You just show up and say. I like this sauce. Mm-hmm. I do feel like we might have people intimidated to come on if I'm like, think of a take that exact <laughs> at most three and at fewest one you in our group think is true. Because that is honestly hard to do. Um, it is. So that might be true. So it might, I think that's probably the way this should go. This will be an, uh, maybe I'll just Optional. offer it to future guests. Like if you mm-hmm. want it, you got, if I have one, I could give one too. Yeah. Uh, now, I will say the guest is not allowed to fight with me about the take. <laughs> if I give the take, it is presumed good, except uh, obviously <laughs> hmm, that's hard to that's hard to square in my head, given that I also laid out the numbers of who needs to believe it. But I'm not going to fight with anybody about my takes. OK, uh, let's talk a little more just about I think you should leave then. How would, how did you come to I think you should leave? Was it people in our chat talking about it or was it something else? I think it was the chat talking about it. Okay, and then when do you think this was it? Was it somewhat recently? Was it right when the show came out? When did you when did you check that? Well, first, have you actually watched any of it? Did you just like look at the gifs that we sent? Decide it was the worst <laughs> show of all time? No, actually, I think the gifs are the best part of the show. Uh-huh. That might be a worse take than the other one. <laughs> no, I watched it right away. I watched it right away because you said and this is a good show. My friends like I'll watch it and I'll like it too. Yeah. And then what yeah. happened? And then I watched them, and I was so bored, and I didn't bored. Like it at all. Bored is an outrageous assertion. <laughs> bored. Just... Now, I gotta get understand fuming or just being mad or finding it like deeply unpleasant. But bored is shocking to me. Uh, I don't say deeply unpleasant. I don't. It just part of me wonders if the world's love for it is some like elaborate hoax uh, being played on me sometimes because I think like, I I don't know. I follow a bunch of people on Twitter. It's a hell site, whichever no one should ever be on, but I'm on it all the time anyway. 
and Washington Post reporter Dave Weigel, like, um, I'm not really spoiling anything. I think it's in the first episode of this season. Was like, you know, I'm watching the the ghost tour yeah. thing, and I can't stop shaking. So it's like, okay, like you know, I didn't really like the first season. Maybe this new one. And I watched it, and I just like sat there blankly. I was like, I just do not get it. There is something that in this something with this show is just not connecting with me at all. I do want to go back real quickly. Uh, bad talking. Uh, Dave Weigel counts as a friend of the podcast because he's friends with Babs. They're basically best friends. And they, she went. She was at a party where he was at once. And I thought that was Chuck Klosterman and that Chuck Klosterman oh, hit on Chuck, her. Uh, but Babs is in all the right circles when it comes to unattractive <laughs> white hipster doofuses i don't know i guess these guys are also like radically different age groups but yeah babs is always going to parties weird guys with weird hair and weird takes about prog rock Ooh, amazing connection between chuck Kloster. is babs just going to prog rock parties in retrospect because those two both love prog rock i mean how close do we consider arcade fire to be prog rock she's also met them at a party or knows at least one of them yeah she was I believe it's it's Will Butler, right? Isn't it Will Butler? Not the good one, so. not the one you want. Yeah, the other one. Uh, but still, I got I got fucking lose Butler over here. Joke? Question mark? <laughs> uh, I got it. Now, how does this reflect upon you that you came on the podcast and you said, you know what's bad? I think you should leave. But you know what? I'll laugh at the lose Butler joke. <laughs> you look like a fool. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> probably. Um, I think it's. I can understand why a lot of people wouldn't like the show. It obviously does not have mass appeal, but also, I would have put you pretty darn high on the list of people I thought would like it, and I guess I would have just been way off. I went in fully expecting to like it. I just I don't know, like what what. Explain to me why, if you now, can, like no, why that, you that, that, I'm not interested in explaining why things are funny. What a loser's <laughs> gambit that is. It's funny because I laughed at it at the end. Uh, it's not, you get that sometimes. Like, oh, just explain why this is funny. It's like, why don't you, uh, no, obviously no. Uh, <laughs> did you watch the one where the where Bozo dubs over? Yeah. yeah. He doesn't, he's afraid he's going to jack off. That's pretty funny. Wait, which one? Is that the one where he's he's voicing over Bozo, but he's oh, saying Oh, no, Bozo this... did the dub. Right, but he's insisting that Bozo did the dub. People ask, it's what he wanted to say. Right. Would See, you like I... to hear every word from the sketch? <laughs> I have seen this 300 times. See, like, for some reason, you describing the sketch, I find funny. And then I watch the actual sketch, and I'm just like, nah. Not oh. Man, maybe that's how that might just be how the segment goes. It always ends with someone pointing out that whatever their take is, me doing the inverse of it is actually great. <laughs> like if it always ended with a compliment, how could I ever stay mad? I think that's good. Matt, it's okay. You don't have to like I think you should leave. I like it. And let me tell you, you not liking it does not prevent me from liking it. That's I, I, I lose nothing. I, I, I guess I lose the opportunity to share this with you. But also, I got to talk. 
about how uh, Bozo did the dub, and we we still had fun. So it's basically as good as if you would have liked the sketch. <laughs> I think this is going to be an absolute uh, regular. And all the listeners out there, and especially if you'd like to be on the podcast, a great way to get on, come to me and say, hey, I got one of these takes. I got to get on the show. And then maybe we'll just do it that way. But either way, uh, future guests, be watching out because I'm going to suggest that you... Oh, let's do that. Can we, can we punch this name up? Ooh. <laughs> right now we're calling it Group Chat Hot Take. I think Hot Take or so, some derivation needs to be in there. Mm-hmm. But uh, something about consensus violating hot takes now turn that into jokes <laughs> wait maybe as a tribute it should be an i think you should leave reference and you're the worst person i could have on to talk about it. Uh, i don't know something about a guy in a hot dog suit the guy yeah. in the hot dog suit at the very least you have to think is very funny right he's trying to find out who did this <laughs> i think it's the closest it's come to me to being funny actually Weirdly, the things that I've almost found funny, I've both been hot dog related. Uh, what's the other hot dog one? Oh, when he, the Where's sleeve? The yeah. Hot dog in the well, sleeve? that's incredibly funny. I, <laughs> he's acting I, like he's going to sleep, but he's eating the hot dog. <laughs> right. And, the, and, the, and I actually thought that was funny until he in, aspirated the fucking hot dog. No. And then it lost me. It just completely lost now, me. Did you, did you see the whoopee cushion one from the first season? Yes. Now... If you thought the aspirating the hot dog thing was bad, like I like it gets cringier than I would prefer for it to go. And that yeah. thing where he just keeps talking about how bad his farts are and what a hell his life is. Yeah. Like I, I like I have rewatched the show a lot of times and I don't skip it. But if it if it wasn't there, I'd be OK. Sometimes it goes down that road too far. But on the whole, I think it's an A plus plus. Uh, but again, I think this is this is also a really good one because you didn't come on and say like what kind of race you think is bad. <laughs> so like some, eventually someone will do that, and then we'll have to talk that way. But here it's it's good if this segment is like I like this show less than other people, or a lot less than other people like this show. We can talk that way, unless it's Arrested Development or Ted Lasso. Pat not invited. <laughs> That is not the take. You come on with that take, you get kicked off the podcast, and there's a suspension invoked. Uh, you're going to be off for a long time. So, I don't think we got anywhere with our with our punched up name, but maybe yeah. this might be something we let the we just let marinate for a little bit. We should have Paul on. Paul's probably pretty good at punching stuff up. Yeah, Paul, let us know about that. Uh, it's time for our next segment. Matt, what sauce are you bringing to the table this week? I feel like I'm on a little theme here um, with the sauces. As listeners may or may not recall, my last sauce was just mustard because it's summertime. Um, and I think mustard is the best condiment for putting on the most things that you would have at some sort of grill. I love mustard. Um, so the other part of like you know coming out of pandemic summer is like doing the, the cool community stuff that you used to do. Like maybe like you go to the pool or you go to like a baseball game 
or you go to like a street carnival. I actually really want to go to a street carnival in ways that I can't really explain. Uh, let's pause for a second. What makes something a street carnival? So does it have rides? Yeah, but only like one or two. And it's literally in a street instead of being like a Kmart parking lot. Chicago thing. I don't know if I've heard the phrase street carnival before. That's probably my, I mean, you probably call it a street fest. Yeah, I always hear but stuff like that, but you went straight to street carnival. Yeah, because not all street fests have rides. A lot of street fests are just like, you know, art fests or bands and stuff. But there are some like specific ones that have like, you know, a small uh, Ferris wheel or like a tilter whirl and that's it. You going on these rides? Oh, yeah, I love them. Wow, I wouldn't go on those rides. Taking my life in my hands. Yeah, it seems like a mistake. Okay. Anyway, you want to go to a street carnival and get decapitated. Go on. (laughs) But not until after I get nachos with that awesome, God only knows what it's made out of because it's not cheese, nacho cheese. I'm going to the ballpark. I'm getting the nachos with the crap cheese and a million pounds of pickled jalapenos. I'm using that. I'm dunking pretzels in it. My friends from college, for some reason, call it pool cheese because apparently they always get hmm. nachos at like the community pool, so it's just kind of known as pool cheese. But man, just that not that fake ass nacho cheese that I just so strongly associate with doing things in the summer. I feel like if there could be a really good sketch on, I think you should leave. Where he tries, he gets he gets to the pool and the lifeguard is like, no way. It's like, why? It's because I got pool cheese, isn't it? And then he never makes it clear what pool cheese is. And like he keeps trying to pull down his shorts to show the pool cheese. They're like, no, don't do that again. He's like, no, if you say it, I'll show you I don't have pool cheese. Yeah. No cheese in the pool. It's a good, it's a good standard as well. Um, I like this for a lot of reasons. I know that, first off, it's delicious. I think... I like again. I always say this. There's no rule that you can't do a sauce that's been done before. If you want to talk about, it, you can. I don't believe anyone's brought this on, but I do know that we've had a really fancy cheese sauce on here before. Yes, I think uh, we have. So I, I like the idea that we're now we're now uh, circling around all the different cheese sauces. Somebody can want to do bechamel. It's going to be great. Uh, but this is a fantastic sauce. I have one quibble. Do you think mm. the jalapenos are part of it? I see that as so distinct. Now, I, I always want them, but is yeah. that? Do you ever get those in the sauce? No. But like, well, when you're getting the sauce, you often have the opportunity to get those pickled jalapenos at the same time. Right. Yeah. And that, you know, you want to dip the chip in the and sauce, I, and, and then every, you put the jalapeno every, like, on top. Every ideal bite will have like a good size of chip with a good dip, and then one big, you know jalapeno right there in the middle right i don't I mean think that's you, i don't think you get that as part of the sauce though that's like platonic ideal yeah. would be have those as well but you know i i do the same thing with a pretzel love dipping a pretzel how in come they don't give you the jalapenos when you get the pretzel they should that's a good question like nachos i mean nachos sometimes have jalapenos but how come pretzels don't i mean wouldn't that i, I assume that would be great i think so yeah i, I love know. that shit i some people or like that shit, that cheese is too shitty. It's garbage, and it is garbage. But I yeah. think it's so tasty, and especially you cut it with those. Those like it's like the least spicy jalapeno imaginable. Like even people <laughs> yeah. are like, oh yeah, I don't really like hot stuff. I can have five of those in my mouth, no big deal. <laughs> Aaron Lauder last week, his sauce was sour cream. 
he can come back and like, oh, I can eat five pickled jalapenos at once. I won't even notice. Well, you know, you cool off your tongue with some sour cream. There you go. You cool <laughs> off your tongue with the sour cream. But yeah, that's a great call. Uh, are there more things we could do with this sauce that we're missing out on? Should we, or, or do we have, is it like in its wheelhouse and we should just leave it be? I don't know. I, part of me has always wanted to see like a nacho cheese fountain, like one of those chocolate fountains. Uh, one time I knew a guy and he said that if he could have anything, if he was like really rich, he'd get the nacho cheese machine they have in the cafeteria at his yep. dorm. Mm-hmm. And in talking to him about it, it became clear that he sure thought that that just made the nacho cheese <laughs> and that if he had the machine, it would just make the cheese come out forever. <laughs> Oh my god! And it's like you know, you buy that machine. All that 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 machine is. We didn't have this phraseology back then, but that machine is basically a juicero, and it's just you just put the bag of cheese in it, and it pushes the cheese out. You don't have unlimited. Like if you buy that 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 machine, probably costs five dollars, and you just push the thing in. The thing you need is unlimited bags of cheese. Yeah, getting the machine will not come with unlimited bags of cheese. I guess maybe it, it probably heats the stuff up too. So it's yeah. not just pushing it. But the point stands. This guy was like, oh, yeah, I'll just have cheese forever if I get that fucking machine. It's like, do you think there's like Rumpelstiltskin's in there and he's just making the cheese for you? Fuck no. No way. Just condenses cheese from the air. Makes no that sense. That would be amazing. Matt, it's time for our next segment. Uh, do you like uh, terrible music? <laughs> How terrible are we talking? Are you familiar with the song Famous Friends by Chris Young and Kane Brown? No. I really thought you were going to... I swear to God, for a minute, I thought you were going to talk about that goddamn Year 5000 song. Damn. Well, first, okay. I have been watching the Year 3000 song some more. Uh, I can adjust if you'd rather talk about that. Have you watched the video for that? No, I've never watched the video. Do you for think that. they live underwater? In the year three thousand? Yeah. Because there's some uh, questions suggesting they do. Do you think they just have domes down there? Or do you think they like developed gills? Well, three thousand years probably isn't long enough to develop gills unless you're talking about some sort of genetic manipulation. Uh so I would assume now, domes. Honestly, are the domes that much easier than genetic manipulation? We don't know how many people live down there. Maybe there's like five hundred. That's true. I the domes are tough. The domes are really rough. Like, it's, it's going to be a lot of work. Maybe this mRNA, maybe we just get like a vaccine and the gills pop out. I don't fucking know how it works. I'm going to get it. I'll, I'll take another one if you guys got it, though. Yeah. <laughs> the one that gives you gills. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm not I'm not familiar with the, the song that you just Now, are you trying to push us back off of year 3000? Because I'm not okay with that. <laughs> no. which, which of the Jonas Brothers do you think is the most handsome? I don't know any of their names. How about Nick? You know Nick? You know Nick Jonas. Probably. I don't know. I probably recognize Nick Jonas if you showed me a picture. Which well, one's married you, to... They uh... all look the same. So go ahead and just whatever one you're thinking of, that's what they look like. Okay. I'm thinking of the one that's married to uh, Priyanka Chopra. Is that her name? Boy, I don't. Oh, I. Okay. I know who you mean. I didn't know one of them was married to her. That's pretty cool. 
Oh, yeah. Seems like another point for the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll give in, but in future guests, Matt's uh, side efforts here be a warning to you. Uh, if you invoke year 3000, we're probably going to talk about year 3000, and this is like the briefest it could possibly be. Um, anyway, no, there's a, that's first, okay, first off, uh, shitty song, that song's great. This song sucks. Year 3000, A+, Famous Friends, this song is some bullshit. So, uh, I don't know what happens sometimes. I like to watch music videos. Hmm. Really long aside. Really long aside. I was yeah. in Denver recently. Can you hear that sound map? Here, we're going to give everybody a little, little uh, deep dive into how the podcast works. I told Matt I had three segments lined up that we could do after the halfway point of the show. And uh, one of them was kind of long, or maybe we, and then that was the serious business one. And then there were two shorter ones. And depending on how things were going, we could do any combination of that. And then I told Matt we weren't going to do the serious business one, and we were going to do uh, the two shorter ones. And then uh, one of them was very Johnny-focused, and one of them was very Matt-focused. And as I said, long aside, what you, the uh, rabbit-eared listener, heard was the sound of the Matt-focused segment exiting the program. (laughs) (laughs) This long aside has taken over for it. Goodbye, Matt segment. Uh, now, if, if I if, now we'll see if I'm wrong. Maybe we'll have time. We'll see. Uh, anyway, here's our long aside. I was in Denver recently, and it was uh, over the Fourth of July, and uh, Gina and I went, and we had a good time. I drank some good drinks, and I looked at some pretty things, and it was fun. And one night, it was. The 3rd of July, you know, the day before the 4th of July. And we were staying in uh, downtown Denver. You ever been to Denver, Matt? I have. One of my uh, best friends from college lived there for a number of years. Where he live? Uh, she lives... Oh, my um, God. Excuse me. Where does she live? What a dipshit I am. Uh, she lives in Arizona now. Um, but she's Do you know where living... she lived in Denver? Do you know where you've been in Denver? I've been to, like, the main downtown drag... Yeah. Um, and wherever her like townhome or condo was. Sure. That makes sense. Uh, so we were in probably a similar area. Not my favorite area. Sit, downtowns and cities are always kind of bullshit, right? Never actually. Yeah. That's never actually where you want to go. But we were uh, down in that area. And the Colorado Rockies were in town. And so like on the night of the 3rd, it was a Saturday night, but they actually had a night game that night. They had fireworks after. We didn't go to the game, but we knew that after the game there would be fireworks. And so we had kind of just been out and about all day, and we kind of made a point to be back in that neighborhood in the evening. And so we were walking around, and then we see uh, a beer tent and on the street. Now, it wasn't a street carnival. There were no rides. Don't get excited, Matt. Yeah. I know what you're thinking. Well. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's one tilt world that was set up by one 16-year-old three hours ago, and he swears it works this time. But, yeah, I'm going to get on <laughs> right away. Uh, 
we see I, I see I see people buying drink tickets. And if I'm on the street and I see people buying drink tickets, you know what I want to do, Matt? I want to buy drink tickets. I'm like we gotta go over there, see what's going on. And I walk over there and then they're like, uh, yeah, you wanna buy drink tickets? And I was like, I'll I'll get two because it's one for a beer. And, Makes and, sense. and and I want two and then Gina can have one of them. Uh and so then we walk around and we get to their side and there's Three DJs on the stage and no music. What? what? And I'm like, what? What kind of what kind of fucking hell event is this? No music. It's just quiet. And then I look around and I see there's a stage, not a stage. There's like a tent off to the side. This is just a street that's closed down, and it says headphones twenty dollars. And so it's a it's a silent oh. disco. And not okay. only I've encountered a silent disco before, but this is a special one where you go up and you get the you gotta give them twenty dollars to get the headphones. Pretty pricey, especially mm-hmm. if there's two of you. And like I'm like a oh, nice guy, so I'm like, I guess I'll fucking buy two. Could have just bought one and told Gina to kick it, but I didn't do that. <laughs> and so uh, I go over there and I'm like, give me two of them headphones, and they give me two of them headphones, and then. They're like, here's how it works. This side's the volume. This side's the station. Look up there. Red DJ, green DJ, blue DJ. You adjust the switch, pick Mm -hmm. the DJ. You can change it all the time. And here's the most important thing. Your headphones will light up with the color of the DJ you're listening to. Okay. So you could, like, look at the crowd and see what the mix is. The crowd can tell you, like... Oh shit! People start screaming and they switch and they're like, "Oh my god, they're on green!" And you switch to green and you're like, "Oh, they fucking kill it on green!" And you about and then eventually you be, you become like, "What?" The red DJ was the best DJ, so you're mostly on red, but you're watching. It was a fucking great time. Yeah. Uh, I really we just absolutely wandered into this and uh, it was really fun. It seems like this is a thing that exists in the world uh, that you can encounter, but especially the 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 three setting the three station thing it made for a really fantastic evening the only drawback was that uh after like they had they had had a lot of beer and they had some cocktails uh and then after we'd been there for like an hour and then gina was like hey it's getting kind of late i noticed up on the menu there one of the drinks they offer is Red Bull vodka. Oh. Now, let me tell you. I mm. I'm a 36-year-old man. I don't drink Red Bull vodka for nothing. So, I didn't touch the stuff. But Mm-mm. Gina, younger, perhaps, you know, hasn't learned everything I have learned yet. She fucking drank Red Bull vodka and goddamn did she fucking hate herself the next day. So, oh, we yeah. did kind of wreck the next day <laughs> a little bit with some of that. We were out pretty late and then uh uh, one of us, not me, drank some of that shit, and that's like I'm not saying like she, we would have. I I didn't feel great the next day, but you know what? I didn't feel like I drank three Red Bull vodkas or even half oh, of one. Three? Like you can't do any of that. It's the worst thing in the world. No, why? You're not in a sorority. What's oh, going on? Bad times. Just 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 bad times. But in the moment, extremely good times. I really I really enjoyed it. Um. Okay, that was the long aside. Did you enjoy the long aside, Matt? 
I did enjoy the longest ad. I kind of thought that those silent DJ things weren't real, that they were only like a plot device and for some reason several police themed procedurals. That's like the only time I've ever encountered them. What's happening to these procedurals? The silent people are getting murdered, the silent disco? Yeah, you know, there's always like some bad ecstasy going around or something and they gotta go like, Oh, we gotta go to this rave and they get there and everyone's quiet and the square cops are like, What's going on? It's like, Oh, it's a quiet it's a silent DJ party, man. And someone hands him, you know, like a lollipop and a pair of headphones. It's like, oh, okay. I don't know why. I, I, that, that's very exciting. I, I, I want to go to the place where they, they, the police have to come raid because it's too many murders or whatever. Um, that said, we can get back on track here. Famous Friends. This is a real song. Uh, you don't, you don't, you don't know. I, I didn't know it until recently. Uh, I watch, man, I am so sorry. I have to go back. It's just like Lost. You remember Lost? I had to go back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get to the point of the aside. <laughs> I was kind of wondering. About Here's why it popped into my head. <laughs> the reason for the aside, the reason it, it struck me was that late in the evening, uh, I told Gina that the silent disco was perfect for us because it combined our favorite things to do, which for Gina is dancing in public. And for me is listening to music on my headphones. <laughs> and so somehow, some way we were both doing our favorite thing at the same time. So nice. it, it worked out beautifully that way. And so that is to build back into, I listen to a lot of music on my headphones, frequently on YouTube, bouncing around stuff, trying to like putting videos on. But every now and then the algorithm just goes on the fritz and gives me the craziest recommendation. And like, it doesn't matter how many, like, I'm like, I only listen to Talking Heads and Led Zeppelin for three days straight. <laughs> and then it still spits out like, we don't know any more Talking Heads or Led Zeppelin songs. How about Famous Friends by Chris Young and Kane Brown? And I'm like, what the fuck? Obviously no. But every now and then, I just let it roll. I'm just like, you know what? You keep thinking I like this song. Show me what you got, YouTube. Prove your worth. And this is the worst song in the world. It's yeah. It's so bad. This is apparently a pretty popular song. There might be people... I don't know. I don't know if we have any pop country fans on on our group chat here. Obviously, we have people who are. Uh, I I I I am inclined to enjoy certain varieties of country, especially if they are older. Uh, sure. But I can't. I don't know of anybody who's like. Boy, I I just assumed I would pull like one of the main popular country guys, <laughs> and then. <laughs> Uh, Blake Shelton. There you go. Oh, I, just, yeah. I, I, I don't know who the Blake Shelton stan is in her group. Okay, sidebar again. Rank the Blake Shelton stan likelihood. Paul Whitehair, number one? Who you got? You got to pick a name. And just mm-hmm. and, and they, they have to somehow admit it. We'll give them the truth serum. Somebody in the group, op- and it could be openly, but I assume has to be secretly, thinks that Blake Shelton is great. Who is it? I'm I'm going white hair. Who do you, you can't take white hair? You gotta pick somebody else. Uh, like part of me wants to say Huber. Huber was my yeah. He's yeah. far he's he's far. He's actually south. really great, guys. 
But I think his musical taste is like too good, or maybe that's insulting. And there's no like, secretly going to be there listening to this, like, no, Chris Young is the best. I don't know what you're talking about. Because <laughs> you know, his, his brother likes bluegrass and, and all that. Maybe that, that, you know? he, that's I mean, a, that's Mike. Like, Mike starts to say it, and then he just sees in his head Waylon Jennings punching him in the face. I'm like, you know what? I can't even say that. If I say that, I'm out. I can't do it. I'm, never mind. I don't even the things I believe. I don't even believe because Waylon will be here. <laughs> Waylon will be wailing on me. Ooh. Killing fascists with this guitar. So, okay. Um, it sounds like you've got Huber. I've got Whitehair. Whoever in the group, presumably one of you, loves Blake Shelton. Or, honestly, this song. This song is worse than... I, here's a game. Name any Blake Shelton anything. I can't. Do you? Can you? No. No. Okay. Um... Uh, so I shouldn't even say this. I don't know if this is worse than Blake Shelton. I don't think it is. Also, Blake Shelton's probably like a preposterously out of date reference, right? Once you're on one of those TV shows, you're already old and garbage. Uh, I had that realization the other day. I was like, think how old Katy Perry must be if she's on American Idol. Like she's not even close to a pop star. She's an old washed up nobody. Right. Horrifying. Did you see that Chris Christopherson story making the rounds about how he almost beat up, uh, oh God, what was that country singer's name to put out the super pro America song right after 9-11? Toby Keith? Toby Keith. One time Chris Christopherson almost beat the shit out of Toby Keith. I'll hear this story. Go ahead. Apparently it was like Chris Christopherson and Willie Nelson and somebody else. Like some other like old ass like awesome country star, and Toby Keith walks by and like mutters under his breath like none of that liberal shit tonight, Chris. And Chris Crafter was like, "What the fuck did you just say to me?" <laughs> like amazing. It's like I fucking serve for this country. I can say whatever the goddamn I want. <laughs> <laughs> I picked him up for some shit. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I like it a lot. Famous Friends is worse than you think. Uh, if you are a rabbit-eared listener, feel free in this moment. You can step away. You could you could listen to the song. You could watch the video, whatever you want. I'm not going to give Matt that opportunity because he's not. You don't gain that much. But if you are like a completionist, you want to just follow along. We're gonna we're just gonna talk about the lyrics of the song, which I have printed out here. Ooh. All right. um, should I pull the lyrics up on my phone or should I? I'm going to go real slow. And there, let me tell you, there's not very many. <laughs> uh, now, to open with, uh, truly pathetic. Like, you know how you get on YouTube and uh, before the, the video starts, what do they what do they show you? A commercial. A commercial. And then wouldn't it be great if once the video started, they showed you another commercial because it's part of the video? Uh, Chris Young thought that would be cool. Because oh the opens with no music playing, he gets in his car and he's like, okay, Google, play Famous Friends. And like his Android <laughs> phone connects to his car and starts playing and he's like, hell yeah. And he's like all happy because <laughs> how good his Android phone is. Truly, like you seem pretty famous, Chris Young. Perhaps mm-hmm. you should not need to take Google money to get your fucking video off the ground. Kind of pathetic. Famous Friends. Do you have any guesses what this song is about? Famous Friends? 
<laughs> Way off. Okay, here, here are the first two lines of the song. My buddy Brandon holds the record for season... For, now, see, this is why I am not Chris Young. I can't mm-hmm. even get these words out. He does it great. My buddy Brandon holds the record for single-season touchdown throws. So you can kind of get an idea where we're going. And I, I'll just I'll just give it away now. What he's talking about is how he might have been the one to grow up and leave his small town and make it to the big time and be a millionaire cowboy poet in Nashville. Mm-hmm. But back where he's from, he's actually got some pretty famous friends. And, you know, it oh. might seem like just because you didn't get to leave your hometown and you have to work at the factory that closed in 2004, maybe you still got some famous friends and that's pretty good for you, little buddy. Good job. <laughs> this is the most condescending song I've ever heard. Oh, my God. So, uh, regardless, it, it, it is important to note that his first famous friend is, like, presumably the most popular guy in high school. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he holds the record for single-season touchdown throws, even presuming that is the school record. Like, oh, the star quarterback was your friend. Congratulations. Like, yeah, that guy was actually kind of famous in his town. Uh, and also, I have to say, in the video, they're driving around the town finding everybody. <laughs> and he's he's driving this, like, super fancy SUV. Nobody else is. It's like Are all they- his... Go ahead. So are they finding them now or are they, yes, it's like now. you do drive past and it's just like a young guy in a football uniform, like striking a touchdown. He's not, in, he's not in the football. It, it's now it's, it kind of screws it up as well because in the video, his buddy Brandon is actually played by Kane Brown, the other guy who's going to sing in the song. So that's clearly not really his buddy, Brandon. <laughs> Um, I don't know why they decided to do that. But then here's the next here's the next couplet. And good old Johnny, first off offensive, I'm Johnny. And mm-hmm. good old Johnny, he's the life of every party. It's like cheers, they know him everywhere he goes. There's so much here. First off, I have to get to in the video. Now again, good old Johnny, he's the life of every party. In the video, he is now Chris Young has picked up Kane Brown. They're driving around in their giant-ass SUV, and they see a dude, a super dork, sitting in a camping chair on the sidewalk, drinking out of a Solo cup by himself. No one's around. He's in the middle. It's not in front of his house. He's in, like, the middle of, like, this small town's business district, uh-huh. and he's on the sidewalk alone drinking. Does that sound like the life of every party <laughs> or the saddest man you've ever known? <laughs> He's known by everyone in town because everyone in town are just the people in his head. <laughs> everyone in town calls the police to say he's screaming at high school girls again. <laughs> is this is this character also played by? No, Kane Brown is not doing a Peter Sellers and Doctor Strangelove type scenario, if you can believe it. Kane uh, Brown limited himself to the incredible character of Brandon, who holds the record for single season touchdown throws. I think that's a real missed opportunity to show off his acting repertoire. I also, it's, I find it. So in addition to Johnny is clearly not the life of every party. Johnny is passed out 10 minutes before the party starts. Cause he's been drinking for 17 years. <laughs> um, in addition to that, the next line, it's like cheers. They knew him everywhere he goes. That is literally the opposite of cheers. The point of cheers is they only know you there. 
Norm right. doesn't like go to any bar in Boston and run into people he knows. The whole point is it's here that we know your name. Everybody knows your name here. You go to work and you're the biggest fucking loser in the world. And you go home and your wife very fucking hates your guts. But when you come to Cheers, you're a cool guy. That is the exact opposite of what they were talking about here. They don't even know the references they're making. We've made it through four lines of the song. How do you think that's going? I feel like somehow we're a third of the way through, even Ooh. though we're only four lines deep. Can I tell you? We're a quarter, and that is only if you count the chorus twice. <laughs> so a third is a pretty much dead on. Okay, here we go. Now we get to the chorus. I'll just read you the whole chorus. I don't have a lot here. This is just, I said this is an extremely condescending song. Mm-hmm. I've up. got some, and now I should also note, this is Chris Young and Kane Brown singing together. Even though one of them is theoretically his buddy Brandon, but whatever. I've got some famous friends you've probably never heard of. But back in Rutherford County, our crowd is second to none. You might not know them here in this big city we're in. But when I go back home, I've got some famous friends. And again, I, I just I feel like this general concept of like, you know, sure, I got to leave and be a millionaire and you have to sit on the sidewalk and drink alone. But honestly, aren't we kind of both the same? I mean, I we're well, both cool. So, yeah, but you took you took all the money, buddy. Can I have some of the money? <laughs> can, I, come, can I? You know, I'm sleeping in this chair tonight, don't you? <laughs> Can you buy me one of them Android phones? Five G. I get one of them Google phones. I heard they was good. Okay. And a Lincoln Town Car. Wink. <laughs> Kane Brown takes over the singing for verse two. My buddy Jason, he's the sheriff. He'll flash his lights, but let me go. I think this is very tone deaf in the modern age. Jason the sheriff, one of two things is true. If he's the sheriff and he's flashing his lights at people who are not committing crimes, he's just a cop abusing his power. Or he sees his friends out on the street and he's like, oh, there's my buddy Kane Brown. He's probably drunk. I'll flash his lights as a joke and then leave him alone. Just <laughs> clearly favoring his friends. Either way, garbage. Who can believe that the cop turned out to be a bad guy? I'm shocked. Next okay. up, my boy Randy. He's a preacher. That's the end of everything about Randy in this song. <laughs> That's it. all we got. My friend Randy, he's a preacher. Yep. Next anyway, up. Anyway, about Tom. <laughs> we'll see. Now, now, you know, if you pay attention closely, you'll see why we might have had to include Randy here. My girl Megan, she's been teacher of the year, I swear, for five years in a row. So first off, terrible rhyme. We just went, my boy Randy, he's a preacher. My girl Megan, she's been teacher of the year, I swear, five years in a row. Garbage. Yeah. Also, really calls into question, what kind of teacher of the year competition gives the same person the award five years in a row? The she's whole point either. is, like, we spread it around. Everybody gets to feel good. And, like, man, I'm underappreciated because of my job. That, but I went into this line and worked for the kids. But you know what? Every now and then... I get teacher of the year. That feels like, oh, no, Megan's here five fucking years in a row. She's the teacher of the year again. Either she's the greatest teacher ever or the rest of the teachers are so, so terrible that it, I worry for the children of this town of Rutherford County. Uh, I also I wonder, maybe 
like the one of the voters for teacher of the year was driving around. Maybe Jason, the sheriff, started flashing his lights, following him around. They figured out how to mm. vote right. He's probably threatening everybody in the town. Corruption. Would you believe that's all the new lyrics in the song? This is a three and a half minute pop song. We hit the chorus again and, we're, and then we just do some kind, like not even really solos, just playing the verse again and we're out. That's everything. They, they sing the chorus again and that's it. I do have one other thing to know. It's really good in the video. Um, they get to the end and they realize we used all the lyrics. There's nothing left. We have no more words to say in this song. Mm -hmm. And like, damn. Okay, let's think back. All of these people were white. Shouldn't there, shouldn't one of these friends been black? We fucked up. So like, how about while we're just playing our instruments and not singing, we show some more famous friends, and we could just put two black dudes in there. And so <laughs> that's what mentioned. they do. Two more black, two more people enter the song, and they're both black guys. Uh, now they're like. They're trying to think like, okay, so we need some more famous friends. Mm -hmm. Now we've got famous white people, like the quarterback of the football team. Although I should note, I think Kane Brown might be black. So now I don't know if Brandon is black. I don't know how that affects us. But either way, he he has his own issues, uh, mm -hmm. given his his weirdness and not leaving the town. But uh, they add two more people just in the video, but are not referenced in the song. And they're like, okay, so we got to put some black people in. What kind of jobs do black people have? I don't know. How about one of them flips burgers and one of them is also playing football? Oh, no. Those are his other famous friends who are not good enough to get mentioned in the song, but are black. And there's no other people who get thrown into this section at the end. It's, it's two black dudes. One of them is literally flipping burgers and one of them is literally on the football field alone tossing a football to himself. Oh God! Not even with Brandon. That's that's his extremely famous friend. You know the guy who goes back to his old high school football team and runs around on the field alone because he's why doing are, so good. Why are all these people alone all the time? Like you haven't mentioned whether the preacher or the teacher were alone, but I'm assuming in the video they are. Maybe the teacher. They mostly kids are around. Weirdly, there's also a fire fireman dude. Who is like walking or like there's a bunch of weird stuff where people are at like a really shoddily put together uh, supposed to be red carpet thing. But it's very low effort. And mm -hmm. like the fireman does a bunch of poses. I'm suspicious that this was originally going to be the sheriff. But then they're like, ah, even for country dudes, we don't necessarily need to like show all cops having fun all the time. They do. It's probably being filmed. At the wrong, that's all I can figure. Because the fireman responders. is not shown. The, the teacher is in the video. The fireman is clearly, it seems to me, taking over for the sheriff. Mm -hmm. It's really weird. That's the end of the video. Do you think it's a good song? I'm going to bet no. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> don't listen to it. There's no well, need I, to. I kind of have to now. So we just spent the last 10 minutes talking. You know, well, I mean, you know more about the song than you'd like to. That's, that's for sure. Do you want to do the other segment? <laughs> I can see it. I can see it in your eyes. If you're up for it, I mean, you're going to have to take over here. Okay. Lay it on me. Okay. 
do you remember how old are you? I'll be 38 in August. Okay. Uh, so you're just barely older than me. Um, do you remember when you first started being on Facebook? Yeah. And then, uh, it was exciting because it was, it was very exclusive. Like I remember, mm -hmm. I remember specifically like a friend texting me saying like the university of Illinois has Facebook now. Yeah. We can get, it was like, that. it was like the day I was like, Oh, I got to get Facebook. Apparently and I got right on Facebook. Um, do you remember in that era what people wrote for what their favorite music was? Um, I'd especially love one non-specific phrase, not mentioning any bands. Mm. I'll give you a hint. Mm. It might even start with anything but. Oh, anything but country. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anything yeah. but country was a really big deal. But do you, and, and then I'll, that was and more prominent. There was one extrapolation. Anything but rap was also anything but common. rapper country is where I was. Yeah. Going. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, obviously yeah, there's, yeah, there yeah. was plenty of one or the other. Mm -hmm. There are plenty of people who said anything but rap. And there are plenty of people who said anything but country. But I remember the real stars of this show. I'm just gawking at people saying, <laughs> I like anything but rap or country. I could listen to five hours of zither music, <laughs> but you put on Tupac. I am out of here. I were continually wanting to challenge people. Is that so? <laughs> really? Anything? Really? Um, do you think anybody says that today? I would imagine that there are still people in our general age range that would still say that. I don't know that. I would. Pro I. I don't think I would have put that on Facebook, but I probably expressed a similar sentiment where it's like, I like most things, but I don't really listen to a lot of country. I don't really listen to a lot of rap. Um, do you think, what do you think is the equivalent of that now for, for young people, for young people. So say we were like college sophomores, juniors age ish. Mm -hmm. I think I was a freshman, but I, I face like Facebook 1.0. I don't even know if it had list all your favorite music here. It was very stripped down. So yeah, it might've been a, a MySpace thing. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. I remember too. Yeah. I think that your freshman year sounds about right. Cause I think it was my junior year. That's what I'm thinking it was. Um, I don't know. I rec I recently learned about the term chuggy, and I'm still trying to figure it out. So probably like oh, anything but chuggy shit. What does chuggy mean? <laughs> Wait, first, can I get a spelling on chuggy? C H E U G Y. E U. Boy, yeah. was I wrong. Right? No, you no. That feels like it should be chuggy then. You'd think so, but apparently. It's so, but you know, you you can confirm chuggy. it's chuggy. Yeah, chuggy. Now, is Chugi a character on I Think You Should Leave? No. Did he have all summer to figure out something to do? <laughs> what his deal was? Is that possible? Maybe. Okay. Tell me more about Chugi. As I understand it, and it might be wrong, it is the particular way in which Gen Z finds millennials 
to be cringe or uncool. So like joggers are chuggy. Someone said lasagna is chuggy, which I don't really understand because I don't remember no. like a millennial lasagna phase. It's possible that it was a little undercooked and they meant to say chewy. <laughs> that is always possible. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, and I'm not sure like I fully understand oh, it. Now, yeah, let's go back for a second. I got to say, this, uh, millennials never claimed lasagna. Joggers, <laughs> I'll give you. Joggers, I don't remember absolutely. any phase of like, boys, listen up. There's only <laughs> one kind of pasta to make, and it's lasagna. <laughs> only lasagna is cool. If you make a ziti, you can get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> Macaroni and cheese, you fucking kill yourself. <laughs> yeah, so that that's... uh. That's uh, tilting at windmills that aren't there. You didn't. Nobody was ever like, we only like lasagna. We're millennials. You're making yeah. shit up, guys. That one was weird. But yeah, apparently it's just the term for the specific ways in which millennials are uncool. Do you know like anything Gen about Z. the origin here? I read some article about some woman making it up, like trying to create a term. And then she had a, now, wait a tweet a minute. that went viral. Did a millennial make this up? No, no, no. That I would think... be very fitting if a millennial <laughs> came up with the term they said Gen Z used about them. No, I think the, the person who made it up was like a 22-year-old. And it was pretty recent. And she had a tweet that went viral. Um, and then kind of proliferated from there. And you say you write an article about this. Yeah. Because some millennial, because some millennial author from like the New York Times is like, why are all these Gen Z people fucking calling me chuggy all the time? I, it troubles me to think that you read an article I didn't read. Like, shouldn't I have read this? I can find it. Well, so I I listen to other podcasts from time to time. Oh, but you didn't have time to get to the Aaron Lauder episode of Sauce Talk. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that's true. Um. Was this and on the one, daily? No. So one of the podcasts I like to listen to is called All Fantasy Everything. Um, okay. Which might have been one of my plugs from last time. I what do they do remember. on this show? Uh, they draft like anything and everything. Oh yeah, we talked about this for sure. Yeah, sure. So now is this more millennials? I think this is a millennial fantasy. I don't think Chugi is real. But that's my. This might be this might be a future hot take showdown. <laughs> I don't think Chuggy is real. Um, then they were like they were discussing it. I mean, like, what the hell does it mean? So then I looked it up because I had like kind of encountered it in the wild, uh, but never really had two thoughts about it. So then I was looked it up and I found this article about the origin of Chuggy. What is what is the article dated? Uh, is this like super again. recent or has this been around for a while? Chuggy. What is Chuggy? You know it when you see it. Um, it's from May 3rd. This year? Yep. Okay. That makes me feel better that it's at least very... Because I, I don't pretend to be up on things. Like, if this had been around since 2017. Um, and so, Maybe. it's it it's the idea that, like, everyone... That Gen Z makes fun of millennials... Because we are all so sad and we're alcoholics, right? That's it, right? <laughs> Apparently, uh, 
be used broadly to describe someone who is out of date or trying too hard. Hmm. Can you read me more from the article? I'm, I, 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 this isn't where I thought we were going. I thought I've, I've read the Gen Z stuff where they're like, everybody older than us is, well, no, everybody, uh, all millennials are stupid because they just got all the student loan debt and all they do is cry about how sad they are. <laughs> and every one of them is like, oops, I fucked up and I became an alcoholic at 27 because I was too dumb to know how to handle myself. That's what I thought. That's where I thought we were going with Chugi. Okay, so uh, according to this article, it's not just a way to describe people. According to people who have embraced the word, the following are also chuggy. Some of these, I have no idea what they are. I'll explain uh, them to you because I will know about this. Okay, the hype house. Uh, not that one though. <laughs> yeah, no, me neither. Uh, Golden goose sneakers. I'm wearing those right now. He said, looking down at his Adidas slides. <laughs> this one. I think we all can agree on actually anything associated with barstool sports. Oh boy. Yeah. Okay. Now, Hey, maybe, maybe we're on board with this. We don't even know the other things we're supposed to like. And then this one's the one we do know. We know fucking uh, sucks. Oh, uh, something bad there's, coming. There's one. There's one. Uh -oh. coming. There's okay. One that's coming. been our show. Good night, everybody. <laughs> then at least one, one person in, in the, the thread will, will be. Boy, I hope it's by. Paul Whitehair. Uh, the next one is not it. Uh, Gucci belts with the large double G logo. I don't really care about that. Um, and then this one, being really into sneaker culture. Ooh. I see. I now that that just shows my my distance there. If you had asked me, I would have said Gen Z, the most sneaker culture generation yet. I don't know. That would have been my guess, but apparently that's wrong. I feel like it's dudes that look like us and that are in our no. general age range. Now, I gotta say, doesn't doesn't Billie Eilish wear like Gucci shit constantly and cool shoes? I thought she was had more like a slacker aesthetic. I think I she definitely wears like Gucci pantsuits and like bodysuits, jumpsuits all the time. He said using three completely different <laughs> terms that do not mean the same thing. Let's go with jumpsuits for that one. Not sure. pantsuits. Sorry about that, listener. <laughs> you with your rabbit ears. Billie. You did such a good job listening this week, guys. Billie Eilish in her Hillary Clinton cosplay. Not that one. Not that one. Cut that out. <laughs> but no, she definitely is wearing Gucci shit and fancy shoes. She, she, she's chuggy. <laughs> Don't note that I had to fucking look at my notes to figure out what all this word is. Yeah, you did. Okay. Uh, tell me, do you got any more chuggy attributes or any more origin of chuggy here? Uh, let's see. Uh, the person who about, invented, oh, I'm sorry, who sorry. allegedly invented it. Hallie Kane, 24, a copywriter in Los Angeles. Apparently, this is how this is, shows the millennial versus Gen Z uh, divide. She got a job straight out of college? <laughs> well, she's a copywriter. <laughs> Must be Angeles. fucking nice, Allie, or whatever your name was. Hallie. Um, I thought that she posted it on Twitter, but of course, actually. It was on TikTok? It was on TikTok. Of yeah, course, it was on go. fucking TikTok. Because it's Gen Z. Yeah. <laughs> now, I got to say. If we made a list of the most chuggy things on this podcast, unquestionably, it's when you talked about how much you're on Twitter, despite it makes me so sad and it's so bad. Right. Like that does feel pretty chuggy, friend. Okay. <laughs> New take. What if this is chuggy talk from now? <laughs> We've moved on from sauce talk. You have to come on. Like every week I, I threaten people with how chuggy they are and explain why I'm not like that. 
Do you think this would, and they have to do a hot take that everyone in the group hates. So it's basically you just, what the, the fuck is you do? The flailing yourself, whatever it is. That, that's what <laughs> flagellation. Showing. Flagellation. There it is. <laughs> like people in the fucking Black Death punishing themselves. Yeah, I mean, you could have, you could have every week someone has to give an example of their own chuginess. So I want to keep the the picture concept the same. You know, currently we have it says sauce talk, mm-hmm. and then there's like I think I can I think there's a barbecue sauce, a ranch, a marinara sauce, and a ketchup. Oh, I'm concerned about that last one. I know I the others are right. I thought one of them was a ketchup, but I could have been confusing it with the barbecue sauce. Sauce talk is ketchup, ranch, marinara, barbecue. Okay, nice. so what are the four items for Chugi talk? Sneaker sounds like like uh, some like Jordan fours. Feel like one of them. <laughs> I have no clue what the fuck those are. That's got it's um, got the 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 cement black and gray. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. yeah it'll be good. like those. Um, he said, "Not being one of the people who like shoes to Alex likes shoes way. If anybody's chuggy, it's Alex. That's what that's, I was. We're just like pointing fingers. Guy. That's what it is. <laughs> like, act like my ass. Oh, wait a minute. Having a podcast might be very chuggy. <laughs> no, oh no, it's so chuggy. <laughs> it might be the chew. That might be way more chuggy than stuff you had done. Oh my god! This is a terror. Chuggy talk might be right up. But anyway, what, what, okay, let's let's think of the four things, and then we'll okay. bury them in the ground, like I'm going to do with every Gen Z person I encounter on the street. <laughs> I feel like part of it is like a little chunk of the Twitter logo. I like that, and I think the podcast is good. If you had like that, the Apple logo that they use for the podcast, like yeah, that's strong. The tower with the the circles. I they haven't you haven't mentioned this yet. It seems like. Craft beer slash IPAs would slide in here pretty nicely. Or do you think? Do you think those kids still like that stuff? Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> what did uh, what did Gina's friends all want? Is one of their finger dispensing beverages fucking Pinot Grigio? <laughs> like, that was weed syrup was the real star. Everybody <laughs> demanded weed syrup. Um. And that's not even that big of an age difference. Who the fuck knows what, what Gen Z would choose? I probably, just, probably just walk around vaping all the time, right? They vape, right? They're, they're, or, they, or, they va- or are they jeweling? Can we say they're just jeweling? Maybe jeweling. Maybe like a lit cigarette is the fourth. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I think this segment made me hate Gen Z people. <laughs> but they're going to save us all. Don't you know that? Oh, boy, just like they... just like we were going to save. I was going to say, I've Gen fucking X. heard this story before. <laughs> Real excited for everybody us? to turn 30 and then half the fucking white people become Trump supporters. You fucking idiots. How dare you ruin our country? <laughs> we ever kept one generation together, we'd be fine. But instead, I'm going to be fucking paying... In health insurance payments the rest of my fucking life. Give me Medicare for all, you fucking idiot Gen Zers, or you're out. Um, you know anything else about chuggy people? Any, hey, is there anything? So, how long? How about this? Mm-hmm. How long until chuggy? How long until a Republican says chuggy is a slur? 
that you're not allowed to say. <laughs> oh, man. And why will it be... Well, this is an edit point because I'm going to fucking cheat and get my joke right. <laughs> I think of who a right-wing millennial politician is. Who? I, I'll just... Who's the... I, I'll just... Josh Mandel, Jim Jordan, Ted Cruz. It's Josh Hawley. Oh, Josh Hawley. Yep. Yep, yeah. yep, 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 yep. And yep. why will it... I'm I'm doing this. I'm gonna get it. No, it's it's too shitty. Okay, no. Okay, I'll just leave it all in. Yeah, and it's Josh Hawley, guys. That's who I was looking for. I started to say Zach Hawley, and I was like, that's obviously wrong. And then I thought Tim Hawley, and I was like, no, that's still not right. And then I thought I'll just make Matt be cool, and I'll cut it in there. But no, we're gonna leave it like this because you know what? I'm not. I'm not chuggy. That'd be a fucking chuggy move, wouldn't it? It's so concerned about what everybody thinks of me. Is that part of it? I'm not sure what's part of it still. <laughs> yes, actually. Okay, yeah. Being super concerned with how people... What I people post ugly-ass pictures of myself Apparently, on chuggy. on Instagram all the time. That's not chuggy, right? That's anti-chuggy. I think I might be... Maybe I hate you guys for being chuggy, and that's the problem. Like, <laughs> I post <laughs> pictures on Facebook. No, I don't have Facebook. Hey, more... You guys there all you have go. Facebook. I don't have Facebook. I must not be chuggy. And I, I post pictures on Instagram... And you can tell that I'm no, no. But wait, 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 wait. wait, wait Instagram's right on the right wait. You hear what I say? Okay. You can tell that I'm really fat. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the chuggy move would be only weird angles exclusively. Uh-huh. Like I posted a full body shot from Denver, and people were like, "Oh, Johnny really is that fat, huh?" Okay, cool. Uh, so I, I feel like that's another anti-chuggy move right there. Yeah, yeah. accepting yourself. Yeah. Oh, you think I got some? I gotta accept myself. I'm not good enough. As I think is. everybody should accept themselves. Yeah, I hope. I hope you never do. How dare you? I do accept myself because I'll never be you. That's why. That's why I Matt. have dreams about the world in me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Final topic. Tell, describe in detail your dream about the world ending. Uh, the world was going to end in three different ways. This um, is real, by the way. Matt alluded to this before the show, and now I'm sure. really going to hear how. His, his dream went. This was bad for him. He had a bad day today because of this dream. Go ahead. That's true. Uh, I was for some. I was in some sort of army, maybe, or like some sort of security force. Um, and then basically, just lava started boiling up. Oh no! Around in craters, and I burned to death. Like how long did it take? Faster than you would think. Damn. Yeah, kind of like kind of like a Terminator Two being slowly lowered into the molten lava. Like probably that speed. Which is a little bit faster, honestly, than I was expecting. You don't want that. No, it was unpleasant. Well, I'm sorry your dream was so bad. Do you think you'll have another one like that tonight? I hope not. Do you frequently have, like, recurring or even just, like, thematically similar dreams? I did when I was a kid. I had, like, the same. So, like, uh, the, the house where I grew up was this two-story house. And the stairs. Oh, a little rich boy. Two stories, yeah. huh? Yeah. Right? And the, the stairs, the, my my bedroom and my parents' bedroom, or I guess my mom's bedroom, uh, were on either side of the staircase. So if I had a nightmare, I would have to like cross the dark stairs the in worst the night, place in the world. terrified yeah. to get to my mom. So I used to have dreams where I 
in the dream, I had just had a nightmare and was like going to my mom's room because I was scared. And then like the darkness would come up and grab me and pull me down the stairs. And I had Jesus. I had this for years, for years until one day when the dream continued. Normally I'd wake up like right as soon as that happened. And then one year I got one time I got dragged all the way down into the basement and it was And you died. You died I, in real life. And I am a ghost, the most chooky thing of all. Um, Ghosts aren't chooky. I don't agree with that at all. I have no idea. Uh, but it was uh, in the basement was Data from Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, and, then, <laughs> and that's how you discovered you were a nerd. <laughs> and then I never had the dream again. It was so weird. So Data freed you. That's pretty fucking good. Apparently. Yeah. Uh, I had a similar thing. In that, first off, I also, when I was a kid, I had recurring dreams all the time. And now I never have the same dream twice. But I do have certain things. I used to and still occasionally have dreams where I am trying to uh, punch someone. But no matter how hard I try, my fist goes in like slow motion. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's not slow motion. And so my fist gets there and it just like barely touches their face. And I, I've read about this and it. It implies means you think you're powerless, which makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. And I have that all the time. Um, but when I was a kid, I would have exactly the same dream pretty pretty frequently. And there was one that I don't want to get into, but it was very scary. And then uh, my room was pretty. It was just a couple rooms away from my parents' room. And when I would have a bad dream, or if I just couldn't sleep, I would go into my parents' room, and I was not allowed ever. Um, at any age to get in bed with them. But if mm-hmm. I was really scared, I could sleep on the floor at the foot of their bed. Hmm. And I really liked doing that. Like if I had my preference, I would have slept there every night instead sure. of in my own bed. And I remember uh, I'd have this bad dream and then I'd go and I'd wake up and I'd go into my parents' room. And then one time I did it and I, I woke up and I was at the foot of my own bed. And what? I felt like I've officially lost my mind. Like, oh my I don't God. know if I thought I had gone to my bed or if I like rolled off the bed and thought it was close enough. I was like, this is, and I was like, not very, I was probably less than eight, but I was still like, that's enough of that. You got to, you got to knock this shit off. That's fucking weird. <laughs> You're getting on the floor of your own bed and you think mom and dad are up there protecting you. You got to just act right. And then I just didn't do it anymore. Oh God. That's scary. Yeah. Uh, I just realized halfway through that, though, that this might also be tied to the fact that when I was, until I was like 12, we didn't have central air conditioning. Mm. So part of that as well was that in the the only AC unit was in my parents' bedroom. And so I definitely learned that like in the summer when you wake up and it's too hot, mm-hmm. it's real scary. You got to go in that bedroom and cool off. Lay on the floor where all the cold air goes. Chuggy as fuck. <laughs> Gen Z always has air conditioning. Uh, yeah, it's because fucking generations that came before worked hard to get it for him. Okay, uh, this this episode is way too long. I apologize to the rabbit-eared listeners out there, but we got time for one final segment. Matt, do you have anything you'd like to plug? I do. Uh, I think one of the things that may have inspired the nightmare, but I'll, I'll still plug it because I still think it's Why? Good, You're really just putting uh... yourself out there. Jeez. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I never watched, you know, HBO show The Leftovers? Oh, sure. Yeah, I've never actually watched it. I read the book when it came out years ago, um, but I've always heard that it was really good, mm -hmm. but just kind of never got around to it, but I started it. Uh, I think about like four or five episodes in. I, don't, I heard that people really didn't like the first season, but I've really been enjoying it so far, and I, I look forward to the seasons two and three, which people say are much better. So, I have not seen it either, but it might be Gina's favorite show of all time. Okay, and wow. like she she definitely says the first season is her least favorite, but she loves it, and then the rest even better. Okay, um, good to know. Yeah. I have a plug as well. We're both smart guys, so we're both plugging really smart TV shows. Did you know that the first two seasons of The Mole from 2001 are on Netflix now? I did not know that. It's hosted by Anderson Cooper. The first season took place before 9-11. <laughs> uh, it's a different world friends uh you gotta check it out boy is this is it a different 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 time for no apparent reason the show takes place in france and spain They're, they they fly to france and drive around and then they drive to spain it's it's a great show and it's really fun to watch but it's also 100 percent an insane time capsule people have ridiculous hair they bleep it out i'm pretty sure one dude calls a gay woman a dyke a bunch oh my. but like they, they bleep it out and don't show his mouth so you can't really tell but he he's saying something that you shouldn't say to, to anyone <laughs> let alone like a woman who's much smaller than you on a tv like you know what i'll do i'll go on tv and start telling all these gay women what i think <laughs> of them bad idea buddy that's Ooh. chuggy as fuck so chuggy trying yeah. too hard why you gotta be so chuggy uh, retired cop in 2001. I'm so shocked that you aren't cool and progressive. Uh, but it's, it's a great show. I have watched, should I actually say this? Yes. I have watched the first seven episodes of season one in the last two days, despite like, I have a job. I work during the day. So like the entire evening, like, I'm making a big sacrifice here doing this podcast right now for you, the rabbit-eared listener, so that I I don't get to watch any mole tonight. I'm not going to finish season one until tomorrow. I don't even know who the mole is yet. I got a pretty good idea, though. Yeah. Do you know who the mole is? I have no idea who the mole is. I think the mole might be Anderson Cooper. He's acting <laughs> real weird. Uh, but it's extremely fun. I I honestly, it's a sincere recommendation. Yeah. Both like just like the early two thousands hair and clothes choices mm. before you get into anything else. I don't know. I know there were more than two seasons of the mall, including I read online. This could be false. Everything online could be false. But I read that uh famous power friend couple, Anderson Cooper and Kathy Griffin, later mm. to go on to do their uh, New Year's Eve shows. Sure. They met on Celebrity Mall. Okay. Because he was the host and she was one of the contestants. But I don't I don't think the other season on Netflix is Celebrity Mall, but I don't know. Maybe it is. I haven't looked. Should I don't be. want to get spoiled. Yeah. But either way, there's two seasons of the mall on Netflix and you should you should at least watch what I've watched because it's good as hell. It's almost as good as uh, The Leftovers, an actual good show. <laughs> But 
either way, Matt, it's been a fantastic time. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me and for not um, biting my head off <laughs> after my, my hot take uh, name segment name to be determined. Stay chooky. <laughs> New catchphrase. What do you think of that? <laughs> Just kidding. Best wishes in the intervening days. That will be a nightmare to edit together. Congratulations to future Johnny fixing that shit. In fact, let me give that one more. Best wishes in the intervening days. Maybe we'll use that one.